Fast with us. This week, Sunday the 20th of September to Friday the 25th, I, Dan Grief and my low-carb friends will be relay fasting. I will share our group conversations and some of our personal experiences along the way. To join in, join our Facebook group, UK Low Carb. And to listen how we get on, download this podcast each day, wherever you get your podcasts. Right, welcome back, everyone. Um, so we've now done 48 hours plus of fasting, which is amazing. I know some of you might have, uh, you know, done intermittent fasting the last few days. Uh, some of us have maybe even gone for longer than that. So um, I really want to kind of catch up with you all. So just to let you know for a bit of context, it's Tuesday evening and uh, we started the fast on Sunday and we're still in that fasting window. Uh, this is really an opportunity to find out how you're getting on. So would anyone like to share with me just how the day's been or how the last two days been? Um, and in all honesty, if you want to talk like about the good, the bad, whatever it might be, then uh, now's your chance. Who would like to share? Okay, Julie, and I think Ollie's interested. Is that, do you have your finger up there? Yeah, I've had a really good day, actually. I was a bit worried because I've only done up to um, 42 hours, so I'd normally stop about 10 on a Tuesday when I start on a Sunday night. Um, but no, I've actually surprisingly had a really good day and I'm not hungry at all. Um, so yeah, I'm buzzing actually. I'm, yeah, Great. I feel quite good. That, I've been dancing about and loads of energy and yeah. Because you were saying before that you were getting a bit of a, should we say, kind of not so positive feedback from people about this. Uh, mm-hmm. d- does, does the fact you feel good help you realise that, or help them realise, should I say, that actually this isn't damaging you, but maybe it's a good thing for you? Yeah, I think it. I think it does actually. Um, I think it does help. Um, I know, you know, my friend. She's always kidding. You know, oh, you're starving yourself. Um, she does it jokily, but I think she sees, you know, the change in me, and you know, she saw me today, and you know, I had loads of energy, and uh, yeah, I think it's been quite positive actually. Great, excellent. Yeah, good. So good experience for you. I must admit, yeah. I, I, I'm a bit concerned because tonight is, uh, going back to July, I was feeling really, really good. And then I went for a run, didn't I, Aranda? You'll remember this well. And then the next day, suddenly, uh, I was struck down with a migraine. Now, I had a migraine yesterday. I just didn't let on on the call. I was just being brave. And then I've had a bit of a headache today. But it is kind of passing now, so I'm kind of hoping I'm getting through that and I'm going to be okay for the next few days. But I must admit... The lesson I learned was more salt and more water. And I'm really hitting both hard tonight. But I know from some of you, before we go to you, Ollie, I know that from some of you, the salt has been a bit of an issue, right? Uh, who wants to tell me about the salt being a bit of an issue? Peter, I know you want to tell us about that. Over to you. Thanks to Miranda and his wise words, I thought I'd go for the teaspoon of salt with some water and yeah needless to say uh, I won't be doing it again <laughs> it was rather <laughs> unpleasant um I'll take okay. my salt in, dip in dribs and drabs from now on I think <laughs> yeah I, I actually found that too so I've got I've got a glass of water here and I don't know if you can see there's like very very little uh, Himalayan pink salt at the bottom not much at all and I find a little bit but often is better for me um because you don't even notice the taste of it but when you have like a lot of it in one go, it just makes me want to gag pretty much. 
Um, ex- yeah. I was only experimenting with it because of, uh, I mentioned yesterday about my jaw clenching, about getting an aching jaw. So I thought I'd go and give myself quite a sizable amount of salt in one go to see if that actually made any difference, which it didn't. So fair enough. So that's, um, uh, that's not the issue. So Nick, you want to share something from today? Uh, yeah, I was, I was reading last night about the salt and they, they were saying that the ideal quantity of salt should be a t- teaspoon a day. So if you take well, your whole more teaspoon that, in one go, yeah. then that's a hell of a lot of, lot of salt. Oh, I've been going for like a massive serving spoon, so that's not good. Um, Aranda, over to you. <laughs> right. I would say it depends on the person. So there's no ideal amount of salt. There's no ideal universally correct amount of salt to take uh, that is always going to be true and valid. So it really depends on the person and how you personally uh, deal with salt. And some people are salt sensitive hypertensive. So those people should definitely uh, be very, very careful with salt. Um, And, you know, through trial and error, I've been doing this for over a year now, I've, I've found what works for me. So I'd say just test, test, Test out yourself and see how it works for you. But there's no one correct answer, I would say. Yeah, and I think you're right. We're all different sizes and taste tolerances and everything. Uh, Rachel, what did you want to say on that? Sorry, because I know you had your hand up. Um, yeah, so I've been experimenting for the last month with um, 24-hour fasts. And I've been doing a bit of research and reading around different types of salt. So I've been taking a magnesium supplement um which helped and again I sort of built up my tolerance because I was worried what might happen I think I'd read that certain things could happen when you take too much magnesium but I won't go into any detail um but yes for those listening right now Aranda's face is kind of lit up with nodding so there's clearly a story (laughs) there about too much magnesium maybe for another time I mean (laughs) yeah if Aranda can talk about that because um well, obviously not in detail, but the, the the whole thing about magnesium, the way I understand it, is that, um, you know, quite a lot of us are deficient in magnesium and we don't know it and it can cause all sorts of symptoms. So it's worth just having a look at the symptom list online to see if that's something that, you know, you're struggling with. Um, I think a lot of vegans in particular struggle with um, magnesium. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll sort of pass over to somebody who's perhaps done a bit more reading than me. But the other thing is... Um, potassium so I'm um, apparently in this country it's not it's really frowned on to take potassium so I've read um, they're much more okay with it in America I don't know why or in other countries but we've got a real problem with it in this country according to the health guidelines but so your magnesium your potassium and obviously sodium chloride which is our salt um, those three is what I take in a two litre bottle um, of water and I sort of drink that about a pint at a time um, and just drink it drink it down and then it seemed I seemed to feel great um, so I stopped fasting um, two hours ago which so I've done my first ever um, 46 hour fast which well done brilliant having been a you know a 20 stone woman um, and having lost three stone already really slowly the last stone has come off in this last month, so I'm hoping to continue that. 
Brilliant. Well done. That's a fantastic result. And uh, I know that everyone's muted, so they can't cheer, but I'm sure they are. Um, but well done to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Woo! Give me a thumbs up. I've done it twice. That's the much support I've got. I've got two images doing it. Um, so before we go to you, Ollie, I just want to hear from Aranda firstly. Um, I don't want to throw you in the deep end here, but do you want to talk maybe about those different types of uh, salts and electrolytes and, and why they are so important? I know, Mark, you want to say something too, so I'll come to you. Uh, but yeah. first, Aranda. Yeah. So electrolytes kind of govern a lot of our very basic processes in the body, including how our nerves work. So neurotransmitters. So, uh, and Rachel, you're absolutely right. So uh, magnesium citrate uh, can give people the runs, uh, to put it bluntly. So uh, I did supplement, I used to supplement with magnesium citrate, uh, starting out with a, with a very small dose. Uh, I have overdosed uh, once, uh, never again. Okay, leave it there, uh, leave it there. So leave it, leave it there. Um, so uh, like, a, like a quite an enjoyable way to get the salt in can be something like um, really good quality Epsom salts and having a nice relaxing bath. So because, And you can get kind of massage oils and things like that with kind of salts in there as well. So uh, your skin... It's a big, big surface area, and you can um, absorb salts topically as well. And good quality salts like Himalayan salt and sea salts will have trace amounts of like those kind of magnesium and potassium as well. Uh, but definitely a very good call to supplement with magnesium and potassium, but just be careful of, about the dosage. And again, that's person dependent. And uh, there's different salts of uh, magnesium, magnesium citrate, is a widely available one uh, and uh, is used as a laxative. Just uh, watch out there. <laughs> okay, great. Um, Mark, did you want to say something uh, on that in particular or something else? There we go. Hi, yeah. Um, no, it's just interesting. A couple of things there I was just picking up on, the magnesium and the potassium. I know when I went through um, keto flu and I wonder whether for any of us here that are doing this, it's almost makes another keto flu situation. Um, and I remember getting very tired. I remember getting very cold. I find, I find that that happens to me now as well when I do the fasting. Um, and so I'm always mindful of things like the cramps at night. Um, now, I haven't had that with, with fasting, but I know I had it before when I had keto flu. And I know for me, it was the magnesium and the potassium that seemed to have sorted out. Uh, started taking those and it all went away but that awful feeling you get in the middle of the night when you suddenly your leg cramps up was 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 a bit of a nightmare but there, I, and I apologize to around because I know we're all firing questions at you but is there can you take too much salt is there like a limit because I'm sitting here with my uh, pink Himalayan grinder and and doing this all day with in the water and I'm wondering you know how, how much it seems to be working for me, but is there a level where you said, well, actually, you're going a bit too far now. You're taking too much salt in. Yeah, D definitely. There's uh, there's such thing as having too much salt. So, again, it's person dependent. So for somebody who is a salt sensitive, hypertensive, there is a very definite threshold in terms of how much salt to take. Um, and. Most people, most healthy people, their bodies can um, get rid of any excess salt uh, quite naturally. So um, your body can handle it. Um, but again, um, sort of 
I think I think kind of uh, Nick, Nick, what you're saying is right in terms of one teaspoon a day is probably a good gauge. Uh, I personally have more than that because what I've found is exactly the kind of things that, Mark, you've talked about in terms of cramps and things like that. Uh, so muscle cramps uh, in my legs, for example, um, especially in my legs and feet, actually. So I do a lot of walking. Uh, and, yeah, so I, I've definitely found if I don't keep up, keep up my salt intake, um, I tend to get cramps and things like that. Okay, um, Ollie, I know you wanted to share something, so uh, so it took a little while, but uh, over to you. Yeah, um, I'm feeling weirdly not hungry. This is my, I've done about 36 hours before, and I've done, yeah, two sleeps before. So this is going to be my first three sleep fast, I think. So, um, yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, Great. Yesterday evening I went for a run and a swim. I live in Bournemouth and uh, I did actually swallow a mouthful of seawater last night. I just wondered what around the things of that. Is that technically uh, not a fast anymore? But uh, it was only the one. And also, um, yeah, I went for a walk this evening. Uh, another question I had was uh, instant coffee. I know we had, I had black coffee, but we have crap coffee at work. I work for the NHS and it's instant coffee. I had a couple of cups uh yeah over the two days is that technically not uh black coffee without uh you know calories or whatever but yeah i'm i'm feeling all right this is, this is a, a pb for me um so I, yeah tomorrow morning i'll see how i feel i don't normally have breakfast but i might do but yeah i don't know it's going all right aranda is that a good way to get electrolytes from uh swimming in the sea and having a big old gulp yeah, see, seawater is not going to break your fast, no. So, so that you're the density there. would be really good, wouldn't it? The density would yeah, have lots of there. electrolytes. Yeah, yeah, because the Mal the Malden sea salt I use is effectively just seawater that's dried out, so that no issues there. Okay, um, he's got posh seawater basically, Ollie. Uh, yeah, yeah, diluted. Exactly, Himalayan sea salt is also Himalayan salt. Rock salt is also sea salt. It's just very, very old sea salt, um, and. Um, Black coffee. So, is it freeze-dried black coffee? Yeah, like the Nesca crap, like just Nescafe. Um, yeah, that's that's fine. That's what I have. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Anyone else want to share their experiences or how has it been? Um, I I don't I don't feel I've given up today, but this is the first time I've I've, I've fasted for such a, a period of time. So I think I did about forty-two hours. Um, Brilliant. My day-to-day -day is, I, I, I work in the office one day a week, so I travel to, from Preston to Liverpool, so that's a 30-mile commute. And I could feel myself being really quite queasy driving to work this morning. Um, and I thought, no, I'll plough through it, plough through it. I had a few meetings, and then it got to about one o'clock, and I just thought, no, I, I can't do this now. Um, unfortunately, I didn't take anything to eat with me. Um, so we, we have a coffee van coming around work, um, really nice coffee van. So I just had, and that's how I, I suppose I broke my fast. I haven't had milk since February. He didn't do cream. And I just said to him, just put a little bit of milk in it for me because I really can't stomach any more black coffee. So that's the way <laughs> I broke my fast. And then I just felt 
I don't know, after about half an hour or so, I just felt okay. And that queasiness and the lightheadedness and everything just disappeared. Um, so as soon as I got home tonight, I just, I thought, no, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I just need something to add. I just felt, I didn't feel right, if you know what I mean, but I've only ever done, as I've said before, I've done one meal a day. So I think I've pushed myself as far as I could do on this occasion. I'm, I'm quite proud of myself for doing as much as I had. But, uh, yeah, I'm in agreement with the salt thing. I was trying to grind it. I found I could put it in coffee. That was all right. I didn't taste it then. But, um, no, not taking it and then drinking water. It was just like drinking sea. Yeah. Well getting... done, Colleen, though. That's amazing. You've done a great job. Everyone unmute yourselves and tell her what a great job she's done. Come on. Well done, Colleen. Yeah, well done, Colleen. Well done. Well done. That is fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Really good. And you know what? The fact that you, you're listening to your body is the most important thing there, isn't it? If your body's telling you the something's not right, that's exactly the right thing to do. Um, you know, so this headache I've got, I, I suffer from headaches, so I, it could be completely unrelated. It's really sunny at the moment and my sleep's been a bit all over the place. So that's probably why I'm getting a headache. Mm-hmm. And, I, and last time, I think it might have been fast-related, so I stopped. And it's, it's just what you're doing for your body. So good on you, I'd say, for listening to your body there. Um, Alan, do you want to share your story? And I think this will be the last for this evening um, because I'm sure there'll be more conversations we can have tomorrow, but go for it. Yeah, so, yeah, again, after work, I was the same. Felt really low and hit a massive dip. Just back from training again and felt great after training. And although it's my longest fast as well, although I'm not hungry, I miss food. That's a strange thing to say because especially since I've been keto, all I thought about is food and planning meals and trying new things. And so my life revolves around food, just happens to be good food now rather than what I used to eat. But the biggest thing is that I miss eating. <laughs> I say I'm not hungry and I don't feel like I need to eat. I just miss that whole action of cooking a meal and eating it afterwards, which I've never had before because I've never been this long enough fast. So it's just a new strange experience that I just can't go to the kitchen and cook something and, and make a dinner and, and just eat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who is looking forward to brushing their teeth to get the first bit of uh, spice they're going to have all day? Uh, in fact, the only bit of flavour they're going to have all day because salt doesn't really cut it, does it, all day long? Um, however, you know what? The way I look at it is this is like a tiny fraction of your year, a tiny, tiny part of your life. And in comparison, you know, you're going to be going back to eating on whenever it will be and it will become very normal very quickly. And you'll look back on this as being, oh, yeah, that really short little period of time, which will do a massive amount of good for your body. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll all enjoy those, that food later, I'm sure. We'll share our meals as well. I um, just want to say, before, before we finish, uh, Aranda, it, those people who are doing it for 48 hours already, um, going into their third day now, to 72, do you want to yeah. tell us a bit about the benefits now in terms of what happens um, from the second day onwards and what's going on in our bodies, more or less? Yeah. So now that after 48 hours, effectively, you're in the sweet spot. So this is the place where uh, generally speaking, it doesn't tend to get harder. It tends to, I mean, some people, I mean, I've experienced this myself, experience kind of feelings of euphoria almost uh, and kind of things, activities that require a lot of concentration um, whether that's work related or meditation uh, work really really well when you're in this deep state of ketosis uh, for some people it can almost be like a spiritual experience and that's all down to ketosis um, and yeah so optimal fat ox- oxidation optimal in terms of autophagy 
um, and opt and quite a and in terms of your body ramping up those kind of regulatory hormones, again, um, there's human growth growth hormone, which adults don't really tend to ever get that. Uh, it's mostly in children and uh, because they're growing. But human growth hormone gets stimulated uh, by fasting as well. Uh, so that means that our muscles are spared. So functional tissue uh, is spared. And not only that, if you're exercising, um, there'll be a small amount of muscle damage whenever we exercise. But when we break our fast and refeed, um, you will have, um, I think, many, many multiples of the amount of human growth, growth hormone that you would normally have. So fasting can be quite beneficial for, uh, really, for building muscle. Wow. So we're going to be stronger, smarter, sharper. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the weird thing is, I don't know who else has had this, just, just by hands, really. Uh, I've, I've not felt hungry, really, at all for the last two days, bizarrely. But I've had, I have had cravings for food. And I've looked at like some burgers that were done yesterday for my kids. And I thought, God, they look really fatty yeah. and beautiful. And thought I'd love to eat them. And I've had the cravings, but not the hunger. Who else has had the cravings, but not the hunger? Yeah, a few of us. probably most of us actually it's almost like yeah like Alan was saying earlier on I just love eating food I really adore eating food I think we all do and you miss it so much but I think if if I was hungry right now that'd be really hard so being fat adapted is the key right so 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 one quick thing um so one thing that will bring hunger back and cravings back uh and kind of knock you out of your sweet spot is stress and that could be work stress. Uh, it, you know, it could be lack of proper sleep. Uh, so any sort of stress or chronic stress will make fasting a lot harder, uh, and it'll knock you out of that sweet spot. And um, sort of, it'll give you well, cortisol. Uh, chronic levels of cortisol will automatically mean that um, your hunger hormone, ghrelin, uh, will get activated. So just to watch out. So I think if you're under a lot of stress, an extreme amount of stress, the best thing is to break your fast, I would say. Right. Okay. Okay. Right, guys. Um, just want to wish you all the very best of luck tomorrow, if you're fasting or not. And if you're not fasting, please come back because I'd love you to be part of our community. You always are welcome here anyway. Um, and I wish you all a great night's sleep and a happy fasting tomorrow, if that's what you're doing. Uh, cheers, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Uh, good luck everyone you've got this everyone you've got this all right see you tomorrow guys bye now Bye. Bye. hello you still there dan here i can see you're one of the keen ones because you're still listening so got a very simple request please go and rate and review this podcast now on apple if you haven't done so already and I'll read it out next week on the show. So go and do that. Hear about your review next week. Everyone's a winner. Right, I'm going to shoot off now. Take care. Have a lovely week. See you next Friday. Bye.